Okay. Um, clarification from yesterday, because uh, we spoke after Shear, and um, one of the examples that we gave um, afterwards, which I like, we spoke about this last night, um, is imagine somebody... Uh, now, obviously, we're coming off of yesterday's shear, so anyone who w- is not holding from yesterday's shear, but it's fine. We'll just bring out the concept one more time. Um, and basically, it's like this. Um, it's pouring rain, and you're in your dorm room, and you're trying to get from your room to the base medrash. It's pouring, pouring, pouring rain. And you um, don't have an umbrella, you don't ask for an umbrella, you don't borrow an umbrella, uh, you don't buy an umbrella, and you're a person who's capable of having an umbrella. It's not that you're incapable of getting an umbrella or buying an umbrella or knowing that I need an umbrella when it's pouring rain. And you walk from the dorm to the base medrash and you get soaking wet because it's raining outside. And then what do you do? You start yelling at Hashem and you start yelling and saying, this is ridiculous. I can't believe I'm soaking wet. Hashem has ruined my life and he made it rain and, and it's pouring, pouring, pouring rain. Um, I can't believe I'm soaking wet and he's very angry at Hashem. So, so what, what's wrong with that picture? What's wrong with that picture, you would say, is, is you know it's it rains, you know that it's raining, and anyway, you're walking out of your room in the rain, you don't have an umbrella, and then you're blaming your being wet on the rain and Hashem, and not on the fact that you could have gotten an umbrella and protected yourself from the rain. Is that the way we said it a little bit last night? doesn't sound as sweet as we said it last night. What? Right. So, so I think, I think that that's, right, everyone, does everyone, let, let's start with this. Does everybody agree that this guy um, is, is uh, partly, we'll say, I'll be nice, Benjamin's not here, right, partly responsible for his being wet. Yes, Hashem made it rain. But at the end of the day, you don't, you didn't, Take an umbrella, so that's why you're wet. Everybody, and now again, we're not talking about someone who's incapable of of getting an umbrella or buying an umbrella or has phobia from umbrellas or whatever you're going to say, right? We're talking about a, a a regular guy who could have an umbrella. Everybody agree that that's uh, that he could take some part of the responsibility for being wet. Does anyone? Let me say it this way: Does anyone disagree? Does anyone disagree? Okay. So now let's translate the metaphor. Right? The metaphor is, is that when someone is raining on you, and someone is getting you wet, so to speak, and someone's making you uncomfortable, and someone is consistently... It's not like you live, right? Someone might say, oh, well, um, the story is a guy in California and it doesn't rain or it's during the summertime in Eretzral and it doesn't rain. We're not talking about that. We're talking about during the rainy season. Let me say that. And you know that it's going to rain. So why are you angry at Hashem about the rain? You can, you can, you can ask yourself, 
How come I don't have an umbrella? And why am I walking out when it's raining? And then I'm blaming Hashem for the rain. So, so too, you know, and this was uh, from yesterday what we were speaking about. We know that when I call up this person, whether it's your mother, whether it's your father, whether it's your brother, whether it's your sister, whether it's your cousin, whoever the person might be, you know you're going to get rained on. So take an umbrella, or I'm back in the metaphor. So then don't, don't call them, or make the phone call short, meaning you play a part, and nobody likes to hear this because it's like, it's like uh, what do you mean I play a part you know, it's funny because the shear before we spoke about gaslighting. So gaslighting is the exact, the exact opposite of this. Because gaslighting is it's, it's actually, it's not my fault at all. It's the other person's fault. I mean, gaslighting is the opposite where you're, where you're it really, um, it really is your, it's really, gaslighting is that it's really not my fault. It's really not my fault. And the person makes it think that it is your fault. Here, we're saying that it might, it might actually be your fault. So you, so you know what? This is good. I'm, I'm happy we're talking this out, right? You have to be able to differentiate. And you have to be able to call your... Oh, this is very good. Oh, see, it's Minashamayim. Thank you, Chaim. Like this. Very good. This is very good. Meaning, a person, you want to be able to differentiate between what's, what's... And again, when we say fault, we're not blaming anybody. When we say it's your responsibility, no one's bad, everybody's good, nobody has bad intentions. We're just talking about how I can live a better life and how I could build my life and be clear about what belongs to me and what belongs to other people. What is it that I need to stay away from myself because other people are hurting me? And if other people are hurting me, then, then that's on them. And how much is it that it's on me to stay away from putting myself in, in um, arm's length of someone hurting me? That's, that's really what happens. And when it comes to Lashon Hara, this is, where, this is really where we started from. When you're talking about Lashon Hara, right, what happens is that why is it that every time you go to this person's house, right, they're speaking Lashon Hara? Or you go to a house, you go somewhere, and, 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 and uh, it's a very difficult um, you know, kitchen uh, table, supper table, or a dining room table. That's a question on you, why you keep on going to that place without an umbrella, so to speak. So take an umbrella and realize that you're going to get wet. Or, or don't go, exactly. Or accept the fact that I'm going to get wet, and I'm okay with that because sometimes I'm going to get wet. Sometimes that person's going to yell at me, and I'm going to accept that because that's what I'm doing, right? I'm just giving this as an example. Uh, I, I want to have kibbutz v'aim. I want to be a great son, and I know that my father, every time I call him, he's going to say this, or my mother is going to say this, but I want to have kibbutz v'aim. That's awesome. That's amazing. Go to Rabbi Eisenberg's shir. Learn, learn uh, about, you know, the koyach, of the tzaddikim who are able to, you know, endure sometimes difficult times, laman Hashem, and for Hashem, so good. So then, so then you're not abusing yourself, that's beautiful. Take, take one for the team, take one for the great. But don't, but, 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 but be prepared. When you prepare yourself, and you prepare yourself and you say, I'm not going to get angry at the person. I'm not going to get angry at anyone. This is the reality that I'm living in. So then it changes your whole approach to the situation.
Okay, that was, in, uh, that was a clarification from yesterday. Someone had their hand up? Yeah, someone uh, had a clarification? Oh, yeah, you, you, did, you did. Yeah, that what? You want to clar- say what you were going to say? A natural occurrence. Oh, and good. This is an unnatural occurrence, like with, with, our, with like our parents. But that's, with, but that's not true. That's not true. Yeah, then you said that that's natural. It is natural. It is natural. Yeah, right. No, good, good. Very good. No, that was a great. So, Yehuda Sinero. So, I think that's, I, I, I like that question. It's a great point. Right? That's why what, the example we say is that the cat meows and the cat doesn't bark. So, I'm not surprised when the cat is not barking. But I am surprised when my roommate at 2 o'clock in the morning comes in and puts on the light and doesn't care about me. But, but why are you surprised? He's been doing it the whole year. <laughs> and you told him seven times not to do it. And, but that's not... Oh, that's where, go, 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 that's where it's difficult. It's easier to accept. It's easier to accept that it's raining outside because it rains than it is to accept that my roommate is, is insensitive to me. But that's, uh, what's the quote? Where's the quote from yesterday? Here it is. Who, who did I send it to? Binyamin. I sent it to Binyamin. Here's the quote, guys. One of my favorite quotes. One of my favorite quotes. Here we go. We can spend a lot. I have not said this a lot this year. If you have told a child a thousand times, you're going to like this, Chaim. If you have told a child a thousand times and he still does not understand, it is not the child who is the slow learner. If you told your child a thousand times something and he still does not understand, it is not the child who is the slow learner. So that's a great quote. Why? Because that's the same thing. If every time you come in, you're expecting your roommate to be different, you're expecting your, this person to be different, the, the person who you're expecting is not, is not the, the slow learner. You're the, you're the slow learner. So it's hard to accept that. So uh, what are you asking? So what are you supposed to do? If what? So what? It depends what the example is. If it's your roommate, and I've said, I've said this many times to guys. If it's your roommate, how long have you been in the room for? You've been for six months and you've been complaining for six months. So who's the, so move out of the room. So move out of the room. Oh yeah, well, with, with family, exactly, with family. But again, that's the thing. We said this this morning in Sheer. We said this in, this morning in Sheer. We'll talk about this because I, I want to, I want to wrap this uh, sugya up, so to speak, is that I said this this morning after Shachris in the, in the shir in, in, um, in Hasidus, is we said that most of the time the problem is not the problem. That's not the problem. Most of the time what the problem is, is that I'm not accepting that this is the problem, and I'm fighting the fact that this is the problem, which is basically fighting reality. And every time you fight reality, you lose. When you fight reality, you lose only 100% of the time. 100% of the time you fight, when you fight reality, you lose 100% of the time. Now what Chaim's saying is very true. It's very hard sometimes to accept reality. But authentic, sustainable happiness, let alone emotional health, comes from one's connection to reality, not someone's escape from it. So yes, it's very hard to accept that this is my problem. But what happens is we will sit there 
we will sit there, myself included, and we'll do everything to run around to make it that this is not my problem. And then I never deal with my actual problem. I never end up dealing because I'm not macabre that this is this is from Hashem. This is from Hashem, that Hashem gave me this family. Hashem gave me this roommate. Hashem gave me this situation. And we sit there fighting and fighting and fighting, so therefore I can never. And sometimes it's hard. You start crying when you accept. Right? How many guys have had this where you finally accept the fact that maybe you had trouble with this thing or you had trouble with that thing and then it's hard. It's hard, but that's but that's when you're able to then begin to move in a different direction. I didn't say move on. To move in a different direction. But to move it well, that is moving in, correct. That is moving in. Yes. Uh, I was just gonna add to what I was saying, like about the reality, it's all about like your expectations. Correct. That's, that's basically just that's really us. Exactly, correct. And 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 expectations are difficult because because we want we want something. We're looking for something. We want something. We want that love. We don't want the rejection. Whatever it is that we want. And therefore, I don't want to accept the fact that this person is like that. But meanwhile, I'm fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting that reality. Yeah, and the rain's been going on for 20 years. So correct, correct. It rains every Thursday, and you're walking out with the, without the umbrella on Thursday, and you're yelling about the rain. Correct. So the kasha, that kasha then becomes on you. That's what we were saying yesterday. Okay, let's get, let, let, it's actually Rosh Chodesh, beautiful timing. Rosh Chodesh Shvat is a beautiful, holy, every Rosh Chodesh is very powerful, very holy. And um, one of the most um, exciting things for me about Rosh Chodesh is the fact that it gives us an opportunity to tap in to uh, renewal, to tap into to looking at things differently. I want to look at things differently. I want to look at the world differently. I want to look at myself differently. I want to look at my roommate differently. You know what? And that's part of it, by the way. Because we speak Lush and Hara. That's where we spoke about yesterday. You speak Lush and Hara when you think you understand the negativity of a person. That person's this. You think you know them. When you have renewal within yourself and you say, I want to look at the world differently. I want to look at my roommate differently. I want to look at myself differently. I want to really look at the way, you know, at the way I do things, the way things are. I want to look at things bishachas. I want to really look at things in a new light. So that's very, very exciting. Because otherwise, it's, it's, you know, that's why things bother us. Right? We've spoken about this many times, thoughts. Right? You have 80,000 thoughts. They're, they're all, 90% of them are repetitive. 80% of them are whatever the statistics, you guys could look it up. We've, we've looked it up many times. 90% of them are the same thoughts you've had over and over. And 80% of them, I think, are negative. So I want to change that. When, I'm, when, I'm, when I look at myself and I say, I want to change the way I think. I want to change. And your feelings, without getting into this in a deep way, your feelings are a result of your thinking. In a push it, push it, simple way of understanding. I'm not talking about trauma. I'm not talking about trauma and different things like that. But I'm saying your thoughts create feelings. You th- your thoughts create your emotions. If I, think, if I think a certain way, it'll create the way I feel. So when a person learns to judge people favorably, when a person learns to judge himself favorably, when a person learns to accept certain things, 
So then you begin feeling differently about yourself. Okay, we're going to learn um, the halacha. On, we're on day 49, page 132. And this is very important. This we might get into a little bit. Um, who is it forbidden to speak Lashon Hara? So groups of Jewish people, page 132, day 49. Some people think that you're not allowed to speak about one person, but not against a group. It's actually worse. And this, I think, is very, very powerful. In fact, it's a greater avir to speak against a group, right? With, even without mentioning the names of people in that group. The people in that country are very selfish. Yes, believe it or not, if you're going to say, okay, I, I'm saying this uh, so we learn... From this, I hope this is not actual Lashon Hara. But if someone would say that, um, uh, you know what, so I'm not going to say it. I'll say it like this. Israelis are, um, you know, very, um, you know, they're not. Um, most Israelis, um, I'm trying to think of something that's not true that I, not, not true, that I could say that Chas wouldn't be. But if you say, oh, Israelis are, you know, too tall. I don't know. Israelis are uh, always making jokes about everything, right? Israelis are always joking about everything. That would be Lashon Hara. That would be Lashon Hara, right? It's, that's hard to hear that. Because if a person is saying, oh yeah, uh, Israelis are blah, 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 that is Lashon Hara about everybody who lives in Israel. Well, it seems like normal conversation. Well, Lashon Hara usually is normal conversation. I mean, not in, not, not in our yeshiva and not amongst... Most Jewish people, it's not, but it could be normal conversation. Correct. You would think, oh, so how's it going? Was it? Yeah. Yes. Is it Lashonara if someone says, like, whatever he's been saying, that. I'm not. No, I'm saying about Americans. No, Americans are Goyim. Americans different. No, no, American Jews are. American Jews are, yes, that's, that would be Lashonara. Yes, if you say, American Jews are. Uh, too serious Same thing That would be Lashon Hara Correct The Jews who live in America Dot 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 The Jews who live Israeli Drivers Drive way too slow Let's say you said that So that would be pure Lashon Hara You're not allowed to say that Okay Right If you say the, the Hasidim Those Hasidim are Dot 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 So what you did was You put a pure Lashon Hara Against a whole group of Hasidim. You say the guys in that yeshiva, ba 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 ba. Pure Lashon Hara. Unbelievable. To talk about a school, uh oh, is forbidden also. The teachers in that school are not experienced. The bus service in that school is so unreliable. The children who go to that school come from very troublesome backgrounds. Lashon Hara. Uh-oh, a lot of Lashon Hara over here, guys. The parent body in that school are not fine, right? You're not, you're not, it is also for a Rebbe or a teacher student to talk about his class. If you're a Rebbe or a teacher, you can't even talk about your class. My seventh grade students are very mischievous. All the above statements are forbidden because they are belittling, belittling an entire group of Jewish people. Scary, scary, scary. What? Yeah, okay, that would be okay. If you can't figure out who, who that is. Yes, Rub Zev. Let's say, you know, the candidate is on coming up. Really, like, John and Paul, they wouldn't want to say the people in this yeshiva, 
changed to the better because of the Rebbeim? Change for the better? Yeah, well, change for the better. Yeah, they're changing, they're growing, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine, there's nothing wrong with saying. Everyone's growing, changing, that's great. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. 100%. Okay. Any other questions on that? I mean, that's a big one. Any, any questions? I'm, I'm surprised it's... Uh, is it, is it yeah. Yeah, so that would be avak lashar would be, yeah, you have to be careful that someone's going to, you know, someone will say something if you're going to start saying, oh, I love, uh, I went, you know, uh, I went to this tish by these chesidim and it was blah, 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 and then that might bring up, someone might say, oh, yeah, well, when I was there, they were pushing or whatever, whatever it is. Yeah, you have to be careful. question Yeah. When is it okay I mean, when, when would it be? What, uh, I don't know if it... Uh, uh, talking about Yeshiva, there's things that I love, there's things that I love. Like you, you have to be careful. Who you're talking to. Why you're talking about it. Correct. You have to be very careful. Is expressing of that, the excuse, is, is it Netoelis to say, I'm expressing? So we didn't get to Toelis yet. Toelis is very... No. Toelis, one of the Toelis is not venting, no. That's its own category. Yeah. Yes. So again, it depends. It depends. It's right. 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 Again, I, so he didn't say that. If someone says that that guys in this yeshiva have grown a lot and change a lot and grow a lot, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Why, why is that? It, again, if you say the guys in that yeshiva used to uh, do X, Y, and Z, and now they got, that would be lashnara. Say people to say in general that someone's growing a lot. What? What? That's great. Yeah. Again, it's all how you're saying it over. If you say, yeah, they come in as as crazy rebellious bums and they leave as big tzaddikim. That would be pure lashnara. That that correct, right? That would be um, lashnara. Okay, amazing. Okay, yeah, yes, Yehuda. So talking about um, like a non-Jewish country is fine. Yes, correct. Saying Americans are blah blah blah, that's totally fine. Now I will tell you, don't do that also, because it'll lead you to say it right. Like you're allowed to talk lashonara about a guy, but I say don't talk lashonara about a guy either. Not lashonara. Don't something negative. If I say like Americans are fat. No, so it's not, because it's not, it's not, right, so I hear, I don't think that would include, Jew, I don't think that would include Jews, I don't, I don't think so, I don't think so, right, even though I think Americans, uh, they are high in the, statistically they are on the beast, right, we have big gulps, I mean most countries don't have big gulps, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's what we do. Yeah. Okay. Every person on the presidential staff. Is that, uh, everyone knows that. Everyone knows that Joe Biden's staff are a bunch. No, whatever. No, that's not. That's not Lush and Hara. Okay, it's not, you're not saying that every good I know, but I'm saying you're not saying that's not Lushnara. I don't think that's Lushnara. Not saying every single person on the staff, no matter who it is, is terrible. Now again, when it comes to Israeli politics 
and it comes to talking about uh, the Israeli government, that's pure Lashon Hara. Pure Lashon Hara. Someone's going to say, oh, but the, the, the Rishayim, this is the right, that's Lashon Hara. You can't, I don't, I'm not, again, if you're, if you're running for the government, or you're, you're in the Knesset, or you're, it's, it's a voting time, and you want to push people to vote for someone, great, but what does it have to do with being a, Saying anything negative about another Jew, you can't. You know, we can't. We can't talk about a Jew. Can't say, oh, it's those who hold a Rav Rav and those who say it. We're not. We're not holding in that level. We're very simple people, and we don't talk about other Jewish people. We don't know who's a tzaddik and who's a Russia. You have to be very, very careful. So that's to the politics side of things. Okay, beautiful. Um, in Masil Yisharim, let's talk a little bit about what we were speaking about yesterday. Um, where we were talking about the Tov. The, the, in the beginning, in Parak Aleph and Mesil Zusharim, Ramchal says um, that Shifti Beveis Hashem Kol Yimei Chayai Kirak Zehu Atov, which basically means the ultimate good, the ultimate, ultimate good in life is connecting oneself to Hashem. Now, the reason people don't like that, and it's challenging to hear that, is, we said this yesterday, is what about my food? What about my drink? What about living life? Right? You're telling me that the only way for me to connect to Hashem is if I strip myself of all my physicality, and I'm connecting to Hashem, everything else is deceptive and not connected to Hashem. So how am I supposed to live? What, 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 am, I, what am I, how am I supposed to uh, really be a good Jew if all I'm supposed to do is connect to Hashem and everything else is not tov? So what we said yesterday um, is really, um, let me actually find this in one second, is actually based in, um, in Zrizus, where in Perak Tess, Ramchal says a great line. I'm going, to, I'm going to say this and then we'll go into another subject unless, unless you, everyone here has some question and comments on this. Ramchal says something incredible over here, which was a, which was a big, um, powerful line for me when I learned it. He says, Hagadol Shabakulam, why are people lazy? Is Bakashas Hamanuchas Hagufnis. I have underlined over here. It is the desire to have physical enjoyment. And hating work and loving great things, uh, making sure that you fulfill all of your desires. So the problem is not enjoying this world. The problem is, is that your pursuit, right? It's the old money thing. There's nothing wrong with, with making a living. There's nothing wrong with having money. What, what's challenging is when you're chasing money. And your whole pursuit in life is chasing that. And it's the same with Gashmias. Enjoy Gashmias. Enjoy a hamburger. Enjoy a hot dog. Enjoy, uh, you know, the physicality of this world. Just the question is, what am I running after? Am I running after, the, is my pursuit a pursuit of, of Hashem, a pursuit of happiness, of ruchnius? Is that my pursuit? Or is my main pursuit something physical? When your main pursuit is physical, you will never be satisfied. You won't be satisfied. But when your main pursuit is, I want to be a healthy person, both physically, emotionally, spiritually, then 
you can, then you can enjoy the physical. And not only that, the Ramchal says, and then I'll take questions in a second, the Ramchal actually says it very clearly. He says at the end of the first parak, he says that, that the Hanos Ha'olam are Roi Shiela La'ezer Lulisiyu Bilvad. Why do I have um, food? Mm-hmm. To help me, to help me be able to focus on what I got to focus. Why do I have a good bed with, with nice covers and a pillow and a mattress? To help me focus on what's more important. Why do I have all the physical things in my life, which is one of the gifts that all of us have. One of the gifts that we have is we have a lot of good physical things. So what happens is people most of the time get sucked in too much into the physical and they don't have a proper balance. Either they look at it like, oh, if I'm a ruchnius person, I got to go ahead and live, you know, a life deprived of physicality. And if I'm a gashmius person, I'm living a life devoid of ruchnius. It's not true. A person can enjoy this world and focus his energy on the spiritual. Question, comments, please. Yes, Yehuda. Is it Yes, the highest level is that you're not, you're not even, but that's not our avoda. Our avoda is not um, to be less physical, at least now. Maybe when you get older and older and you keep on working. Our avoda, like I tell people when it comes to, our avoda is not to eat, um, you know, less. Uh, again, it doesn't mean you don't have to diet, you don't have to not be a glutton when you eat. But our avoda is not to necessarily um, um, have precious in eating. What we have to work on is what? Making a bracha before you eat and making a bracha after you eat. Our avod is not so much, you know, less to, what? What about like less than that? Like, uh, no, but that, what do you mean less than that? Like not just eating. Eating obviously you have to do it. Okay, sleeping. Sleeping. Nothing wrong. Sleep a good sleep. But before you go to sleep, say Kriyashma. Make sure you get up in the morning. There's nothing wrong. Hashem wants us to live in this world. Just he gives us ways how to, how, to, how to make the living in this world spiritual. Everything in this world is here for us. Everything in this world. Eat fruit. Eat a steak. Just thank Hashem for the steak. That's what Shabbos really is. Shabbos is the, is the really screams that. Because Shabbos is all gashmias. Chalant. Right? Kiddush. You're supposed to sleep on Shabbos. And what is it? It's all about ruchnias. Because what do you do? You sing zmiris. You praise Hashem. You don't work. So you take this physical world. And what am I supposed to do with this physical world? Elevate it. How do I elevate it? Buy yourself a beautiful, cold, freezing Snapple. Go ahead and, and buy yourself a great schnitzel sandwich. Go ahead and eat great sushi. But don't stuff it down your throat and don't grab it, take, take some time. And you know it's the irony of that, you actually enjoy it even more. You enjoy it when you make a bracha, you take your time, you chew, you, mm, you can close your eyes sometimes, you have a good steak with some wine, close your eyes, say thank you Hashem, you enjoy it. And when you do that, you enjoy actually the physical more. That's the irony, like we said yesterday. The irony is, is that our generation, since we're in a generation of abundance, we don't get to enjoy things so much. If you're right, it's my old Spotify um, theory. Um, 
of Spotify, even though you can cue everything. But what happens is, see, in my day, when we, um, when we were listening to music, we, would, we wouldn't be able to um, just look up a song and listen to it whenever you want. So what happens? You actually enjoy it. But now, now when a person puts on music, what's he doing while he's listening to that song? He's already searching for the next song. So you're already not even enjoying. It's the old shot of whiskey that you're already on the second shot when you're in the middle of the first shot. So you don't even get a chance to enjoy the first shot of whiskey. So the Gashmias, you don't even enjoy. We don't even enjoy the Gashmias. That's our problem. But when a person learns to actually stop for a second, and he learns to slow down for a second, he learns to wrap around the Gashmias, Ruchlias, then you actually enjoy the Gashmias. That's the irony of it all. When you add Ruchlias into your Gashmias, you enjoy the physical more. When you add spirituality into your physical, you enjoy the physical much more. Yes, Yaakov. I've heard a quote from everyone. Yeah. Living in Olam Hazen. Right. Olamecha Tereb Chayecha? Like living in Olam Hazen. Is that, was that what it is? Yeah, olamecha tirebechayecha, which is mean your olam haba you'll see in this world, which is you'll enjoy, you, 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 you live, that's how the tzaddikim live. The tzaddikim live, they enjoy, the irony of, of it all is the tzaddikim enjoy food more than the rishayim enjoy food. They enjoy the gashmias more than we enjoy the gashmias. That's the, that's the joke. That's why Yaakov Avinu, and he says, Yeshli Kol, Yaakov Avinu gets it all. Esav doesn't enjoy this world, and he doesn't enjoy the next world. Yaakov Avinu enjoys this world also. He enjoys this world also. The Jew knows how to enjoy this world even more than the guy. Right? He enjoys it even more. Ah, you think shrimp is that good? Right? You can get mock shrimp. What's the big deal? <laughs> Ugh, I never would eat shrimp anyway. Ugh, that, that, that never enticed me. Question, comments on that? And that's the pursuit. Yes, Avi? I heard a story. Yeah. Right? So let me just say, let me just say the story the, the way yeah. the, the story is with Aaron Cutler. That's how I heard it many, many years ago. Is that someone came to him and said, I'm sorry to cut you off, I'm saying that this is the famous story. That Rabbi Aaron Cutler, someone asked him, he's a he's a big, wealthy, financially wealthy person, and he says, if I support so-and-so learning Torah, do I get the same Olam Haba? That's the story, right? So he said, yes, you get the exact same Olam Haba as the guy who's learning all day. So he said, okay, so why wouldn't I do that? If I get the same exact Olam Haba, why wouldn't I just write him out a check and not learn all day? So Aaron Cutler said, yes, you get Olam Haba, but you don't get Olam Haza. He gets Olamazah. He has better Olamazah. So, and that, people don't like to hear that, right? You who don't, we don't like to hear that. We don't like to hear that story, right? We want to say, no, no, what do you mean by that? Uh, where's the Tesla, right? 
right? I, you don't get a Tesla. So first of all, you get a Tesla. Nowadays, you get a Tesla too. You could be learning all day and you'll drive a Tesla too. So you, you get the Tesla. That's not a, what? That's it. You get a good steak too. You get a good nowadays an hour an hour dar. You get it. You for sure. You enjoy the gashmias, right? We're chaser. Are we missing any gashmias? Is anybody missing any physicality? We're not missing the physical. We're missing the ruchnias. That's what we're missing. That's why people are not happy. People are not happy. You even look at the secular world. The secular world, right? Lahavdal, elfafavdalus, right? They need spirituality. They want to, right? The 12 steps, right? People who are addicts, who are running after all Gashmias. What's the, what's the step number one? A higher power. There's <laughs> God. Yeah, what, do you, what do you think about God? Because you're, you're, you're physically, you're, you're overly indulging in physicality. You need Hashem. You need Hashem in your life. You need Hashem in your life. Okay, yeah? We good? Question, comments? So that's the lesson. The lesson is ultimately is what are you chasing? That's what you want to ask yourself. What are you chasing? What are you chasing? If I'm chasing physicality, that's what I'm chasing. And I'm running after physicality. Here's the bad, here's the bad end of that sentence. You're not even going to get the physicality, right? Look at all the rock stars. Look at all Hollywood. They're miserable. What do you mean? Why, why are they miserable? Why would they be miserable? Hollywood, right? So beautiful, so handsome. They have everything, money, cars. So why is everyone divorced? Why is everybody... Who, wasn't there an actor recently? Someone said that he was, uh, um, uh, died from overdose or from drugs recently from one of the shows. Some guy recently was, was uh, yeah? I mean, I don't, know the, I don't know who it is. Is that, is that true? I don't, know, I don't know. I heard there was somebody, yeah? Oh, what? He died? He spent, I think, over 15 million in the last 10 years on rehab. Right, exactly. So now, Rachman uh, al-Tan. What do you mean? Friends is a popular show. He was probably a popular guy. So what's the problem? You got it all. The answer is nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with gashmias. Nothing to do with the, the, all, the, all, the, all the money in the world, all the this in the world. That doesn't do it. That does not do it for, for anybody. Even for the guy, it doesn't do it. Kolshkane for the Jew, it doesn't do it. If it doesn't make the guy happy, if, it do, if the gashmias doesn't make a guy happy, how could it make a Jew happy? Now again, I just want to be very clear. It doesn't mean you can't have Gashmias. It doesn't mean you're, you're not going to have Gashmias. It doesn't mean you can't drive a nice car. It doesn't mean you can't have a, 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 a good bank account. It doesn't mean you can't. That, that, that's not the point. The point is, what is your pursuit? Have a wonderful first day of the rest of your life, everybody.